0: Bob, only thirty six years old and the fifteen years of that
1: competition behind him, is no sign of bearing the end of his amazing career. Art Buck is now number one, the most prolific pass receiver in the national football league history. Touchdown, Washington Redskins. This is Heavy Ho Football, the original Redskins Fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Albert Hainsworth's latest shenanigans, Brandon Banks in a stabbing incident. We talk about, well, some hog slop, Plaxico Burst,
2: Santana Moss situation, and much, much more. Live with Aaron and John!
1: Yo, 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 what's up, John?
2: Yo, 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 what's up, Aaron? What's up, Josh? Oh, what's up, Josh? Uh-oh. Oh, man. You know what that means.
1: What's the matter, dude? What's the matter? I called it. What'd you call, dude?
2: Did you call <laughs> or did you catch it? Dude!
1: Apparently Josh is ill, or his his family is ill, and he's going to be late coming on to the podcast, if at all. Considering that this podcast is indeed going to be less than half an hour, I have a feeling.
2: I've heard that before.
1: But anyway, before we go any further, let's... uh. Here it yo, for yo, yo. our uh, main sponsor, um, David Lee Legal Services.
2: Our benevolent <laughs> sponsor. And you,
1: um, we also have another sponsor for this week's episode, Mr. Jorge Castilla. Straight from, from Mexico. Mexico.
2: Who is officially, as we know, as far as we know, our first listener from Mexico. Yeah. We believe there are more. But he is the first one to uh, click on the donate PayPal button down on the left-hand side of a screen on our website, HarryHogFootball.com, and uh, he gave us a nice little donation. So he is this week's
1: sponsor. special
2: sponsor. So thank you, Jorge. And he actually had a question for us. Uh, let's address that question before uh, before uh, we get to uh, the spat going on that suddenly erupted this week between Aaron and Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football Champion Simon Kinsey. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's address it then All right, so, so Jorge did send us a question this week um, We saw it in the chat box on the website, HarryHogFootball.com Which he we
1: said do if check
2: Hainsworth gets, What's that?
1: Which we do check upon occasion
2: China. Occasionally, even in the off season. Yeah, He said, if Hainsworth gets charged Will the Skins be able to get out of at least some millions? Meaning some of the money that uh, <clears throat> that they've paid him the answer to that is I'm sure uh, Allen the Bruce has been looking at that and just, just he's just got to be pumped with all the stupid things Haynesworth's doing. Like, But on one hand, he's got to be pissed because now we have no chance of trading him for anything. No one's going to give us anything for him, even if they were before. Because in case you haven't heard, he got charged with sexual assault this week on top of the road rage incident from last week. Well, he got accused. Again. I don't know if he's actually been charged yet or not. I think that that is still pending. Yeah, but seriously, it's time to cut bait. Seriously, we got to get rid of him. Bye. Get him out of here. Philip not Daniels
1: was it. like, "You got to chill, dude."
2: Yeah, Philip Daniels said, "Quote: Does it ever end?" On his <laughs> Twitter page, seriously Just out of control. But um, yeah, I'm sure Alan Bruce has been success successful at a. Trying, uh, getting money back from players when they've had contract disputes before in Raiderland out there in Oakland. So I'm sure that they're going to try to get back some of that $41 million guaranteed that he's already collected. He's only supposed to make $5.5 million this season. So so, only. <laughs> only. So uh, we'll see. We're uh, passing that on to our benevolent sponsor, David Lee, and we're going to address that uh, a little bit farther down the road, possibly – Dude, on another podcast,
1: David Lee may not be able to talk to us about this because of his confidentiality agreement with his new client, Albert Haynesworth. For all we know, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored
2: uh, by CC's. Um, so we'll see if he has anything anything uh, pertinent to add to that discussion here in the next week or so, and we'll we will readdress that as it goes on. And I'm sure by the next podcast, episode 247. Um Hainsworth probably will have been accused and or charged with something else by then because he seems to be going with uh, one thing a week here lately. Dude,
1: can I just say something about Hainsworth? What a freaking that moron, dude. I mean, come on. You're pretty much set up for life. All you got to do is stay out of jail. You don't have to worry about getting another job the rest of your life. You got right. anything you could possibly want, and then you have to do stupid things like this.
2: And and this is on top of you know, his ex-wife saying that he's not paying child support um, the person that's got permanent disabilities that he ran off the road going 120 miles an hour on the interstate in Tennessee.
1: He's not and paying child support? there's a couple other things support?
2: that go with that, too. What's that?
1: What's his excuse for not paying child support?
2: Yeah. Well. Exactly. Dude, how he, can you possibly not – how can you have any excuse to not pay child support when you make that much money?
1: I mean if he really indeed um, is required to pay child support, um, they'll just uh, garnish his wages. I'm sure David Lee could back me up on this. So Yeah, that, that's
2: probably what they're gonna have to do. Uh I'm sure it's a long and arduous process to get to that. So it's not something that can just be like, here we go. All right, we're garnishing your wages. But uh yeah, that's probably on the horizon for him. <laughs> He's a freaking moron, dude. He's an idiot. No He's way. an absolute idiot. Way dude. Oh. Uh, so anyway, let's uh let's move on from Haynesworth, because good God. Hold on, before we
1: go air. forward, just while we're on Haynesworth. Uh-huh. I, I know we don't normally do this in the off season, but I'm gonna to have to go ahead and do it.
2: Are you giving him a kick in the ball? It's
1: time for this week's <laughs> kicking the balls award. <laughs> this week's kicking the balls award goes to. Number ninety-two. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. All right, that's enough of him. So, so can we not talk about him for the rest of the episode? If you don't yeah,
2: mind, I, I, I guess so. But uh, this week, I, th- I think this week's kicking the balls award needs to be uh, brought to brought to you by Jorge Castilla.
1: Brought to you by Jorge Castilla. hailing from Mexico. And a Harry Hogg loyal listener and yeah, loyal Redskins fan. Map,
2: yeah, excellent. We'll be putting him on the map for sure. He's
1: going on the map, definitely. Thanks a lot, worry,
2: Yeah, thank you. Let's see. Uh, Aaron, last week I, I distinctly remember you when we were talking about Simon. Simon in the UK, in Wales, whom uh, won the Harry Hogg Football League last year, the Fantasy Football League. I distinctly remember you. And I think you did it just to get under his skin because oh. we've been, you know, waiting to hear from him for a few weeks and he's been slacking on it, you know. So you did the English, well, the, the British equivalent of calling someone a Cowboys fan. You called him a Manchester United fan.
1: Well, that's exactly why I did it. We needed his address to send him his Harry Hog Football Fantasy League Championship present. He wouldn't send it in. He kept forgetting. So I figured, you know, give him a little <laughs> poke like that. He was either going to be a Manchester United fan or hate them. So either way, I thought <laughs> he would write us in and tell us about it. And, and boy, it worked he. because he did send he did send his address and basically told us that that was the equivalent of calling him a Cowboys fan, and that, that he is he was, indeed uh, be flying a, into Louisville.
2: I think he's a Louisville uh, fan. If if it were me, I'd be I'd be flying into Louisville and 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 renting a car and and driving out to your your bunker out there on cool mountain, and uh probably punch you in the face and then sit down with you, pour a couple Guinness, and then watch uh Tottenham play uh, AC, Liverpool,
1: AC Milan, <laughs> AC
2: Milan. But this is not apparently a his podcast. his favorite soccer team is uh Liverpool. You'll never walk alone. So yes. that's good. They're, yeah, and he did note that they are about as friendly as the Redskins and Cowboys, and that is that is very true.
1: Probably um, the best team in the world. dude.
2: Who, Manchester? Liverpool. Liverpool, probably the best team in the world? Wasn't that... Oh, is that... Are they the ones that have that that they saying did. on their deal?
1: They did, when they had Carls, Carlsberg as their sponsor. Yeah. I don't
2: um, think they've been saying that much lately, but they're doing all right. But anyway...
1: Anyway, um... Enough yeah, UK so,
2: football news.
1: Hey, but... To tie this in with the Redskins, doesn't uh, it, to take his point? Don't you think um, uh, Wayne Rooney looks like he would belong on the Cowboys?
2: Dude, you're so right. <laughs> that dude Wayne Rooney. Even if you're not a soccer fan, and and probably because most people listening are from America, you're not. Um, you probably know who Wayne Rooney is. He's on the cover of FIFA 11, the video game. And he was, you know, on TV a lot during the World Cup last year and all that stuff. But, yeah, he kind of looks like someone that that would wear the Manchester United red or or put on a Cowboys star on his head or a hat on backwards like Tony Romo. Yeah. Basically, he kind of looks like a tool.
1: Yeah, you might have seen but he him. he scored if a hell watched... of a
2: goal in that match last week when they were playing uh, somebody. No, they were playing Manchester City.
1: Oh, yeah. But you might have seen him last year if you remember as Americans, um, you know, that 1-1 tie with England. You might. Remember
2: oh, right. That's right.
1: <laughs> now he's going to write back
2: in A- USA. USA, USA.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, England's goalie was off. Awesome. So anyway, my uh my gamble paid off and we were able to get <laughs> Simon's um address so we will be sending him his uh gift via email we'll
2: something soon here.
1: Um, that's John's category, he handles that, as he handles most <laughs> everything that has to do anything with money at Harry Hog Football. <laughs> so anyway, congratulations to winning the league. And moving forward, uh, big news from the week, if you guys didn't hear, John's dog, Brandon Banks, was involved in an altercation outside a nightclub at 3 a.m. And like we always say, nothing good happens at 3
2: a.m. Nothing good ever happens at 3 a.m. So, Not that it's wrong to be out at 3 a.m., not that it's wrong to go out late, but you got to be kind of responsible. If you want to be making the big bucks, you got to be kind of responsible and not putting yourself in situations where you're going to get stabbed by an angry person with a knife outside of a nightclub. Especially West, if you're
1: Tennessee. a little twig like Brandon. I mean, come on, dude.
2: Well, the story on this one goes that he and a friend of his, a longtime friend of his, um, Gotten an altercation with this guy, and the guy pulled out a knife and stabbed. I think went after his friend because his friend's still in critical condition from what I've heard. Yeah, that's what I read. And, is
1: he went after his friend first.
2: And and Brandon Banks had, uh, sustained what they said were minor injuries to his side, but it turns out, you know, it seemed like every day they were like, "He's getting out of the hospital tomorrow." He's getting out of the hospital tomorrow every day. They kept saying it, and now it turns out he uh, that it looks like uh, one of the knife wounds or one of the, one of the wounds is actually deep enough that it it punctured one of his lungs
1: and, it and collapsed. so they had, had to put a tube yeah
2: they had to put a tube into his chest to inflate his lung and then when they finally removed that thinking his lung was going to be able to take care of itself it collapsed so they've had they're still working on that they don't think it's life-threatening or anything but it's definitely a lot more serious than we were led to believe in the beginning
1: now can I bring something kind of eerie up this is not the first redskins injury That we originally thought was not that serious to turn out to be serious. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying here.
2: Yeah. So let's hope that... Not comparing, but yeah.
1: Let's hope that he'll be okay and uh, they're not just like blowing smoke about his condition because... Right. Apparently it was more serious than they originally said. Superficial wounds, yet he's in the hospital going on, what, five days?
2: Five or six
1: days now. I mean, you don't even stay in the hospital five or six days after you like have a kid. Have a pretty big. Have surgery. a baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, they
1: kick you out in twenty four after that. Anyway, <laughs> um, so but, hopefully uh, Brandon Banks, John's dog, will be all right.
2: Yeah, and hopefully we haven't. You know, there's been little snippets here and there about whose fault and what happened and everything, but nothing at all has been confirmed. So we're not gonna we're not gonna play on any of those rumors until we know something substantial on that.
1: The thing that I've consistently heard, though, is that uh, Brandon Banks is not being blamed for it, unless you've heard otherwise.
2: Far- I've heard both sides, but no one has had any evidence. Or any, any kind of backup on that to say, and this is why, or this person said, or that person said
1: Well, it, well we can say that he hasn't been charged with any crime.
2: We can right. Say that. Unlike the person who stabbed him and his friend who's been charged with, uh, let's see if I can look up the Aggravated
1: actual... assault or something like that?
2: It was aggravated. Ag- let me see. I'm looking it up right now. He was charged with.
1: David Lee can tell us what that carries in Virginia.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it was in D.C. It was actually in the district, so but he was charged with, I can't find it.
1: Some kind of assault.
2: It was like assault with intent to kill or something like that. Anyway. But that may also be on the next uh, Between the Bars with David Lee.
1: Yeah, which is probably coming up next week, hint, hint, David Lee. (laughs) For all we know, he could have sent it to Josh, but Josh did not put it in the Dropbox for us, so.
2: Yeah, well, Josh may show up in about 10 minutes or 15. Might be a little bit late, but he might show up. Um, or he might not.
1: Why did I just get a text from Josh that says Rayhound station? What the heck?
2: Greyhound station.
1: I think he was trying to type Greyhound station, but what is he talking
2: about? Oh, yeah, he's saying uh, something that Albert Hainsworth isn't worth the gum that he saw under the chair at the Greyhound station that I dropped him off at at Charlottesville last year.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So that is Josh's contribution. Do you have anything else to say this week? Because it looks like he's not going to make it.
1: Not sure if I'll make it. Uh, What
2: about about that, Josh?
1: uh, Yeah, let me see. Josh, do you have anything else to say here, Josh? Josh? Dude. hey did you hear that simon said that josh is a cowboys fan
2: who said Ooh. that dude
1: you heard me simon said that you were a cowboys fan
2: who said that dude
1: simon dude
2: simon simon oh, from Wales. man so anyway you notice he did not deny it
1: man i think he just hung up so weird anyway so, uh, moving forward, uh, we already talked about Haynes Worthless. Santana Moss, whose contract was voided last week, if you didn't hear, apparently wants to return to the Redskins, or he's open to it. He's seeking right. a two- to three-year deal worth about $5 million a year. Should we keep him, or let him go? Let him go. I think we should keep him personally.
2: I think we paid Avoid the Lloyd $5 million a year for two years, and he scored exactly zero touchdowns. I think we paid Antoine Randall five million a year for like three or four years, and he was letting kickoffs and punts bounce off his face mask. Yeah, I think we need to pay him about five million a year for two or three more years. I think he deserves it, and I think he can still produce. I think he's one of those guys that, uh, yeah, hook him up. We need him.
1: Yeah, definitely. Not to mi- this year. I think he got my season game ball award. If I don't, if I didn't remember that incorrectly, he had
2: one of the best years of his career.
1: He had like what? He had over a thousand yards, didn't he? Or close to a thousand? Almost a hundred catches, ninety some catches, and I think he did have over a thousand. And um,
2: yeah, I mean, he had like eleven 1, hundred and fifteen yards or something of that.
1: He's closing in on passing um who Gary Clark or someone as a uh, sure. Redskins receiving yards. So I mean, come on, dudes! If there's anyone you want to pay, pay him, not Albert Haynesworth. Not avoid the void.
2: Well, watch it end up being just another example of of the Redskins. And I hope it won't be this way with Alan the Bruce there now. But the Redskins, letting the good people go because they don't want to pay him, like Antonio Pierce is a good example. Mm -hmm. And then they bring in the ridiculously overpriced, expensive uh, free agents. And
1: pay dudes who haven't done anything for them. They pay them because of what they did for someone else. Well, you know. It's like, I mean, come on, dude. If you're going to pay someone – I know we might sound like we're contradicting ourselves because we said, you know, maybe the Redskins should do what the um, Patriots do and let these older players go, you know, while they still have some kind of um, trade trade value, value, but they didn't trade him, dude. (laughs) At this point, you might as well sign him. He's good. He's still good. All
2: I know is that he had, he's played in all 16 games the last three years. This year he had a career high at ninety three receptions for eleven 1, hundred and fifteen yards six touchdowns he had a really good year and he stepped up in a lot of ways and and he still didn't know, have
1: another like strong number two receiver on the other side. It was just like exactly. whoever they decided was going to start opposite him that week and half the year it was Joey
2: Galloway <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that anyway <laughs> yeah, no lie
1: anyway, speaking more speaking about of, jail, yeah. Plexico Burris is getting out of jail.
2: Dude, dude, dude. Plexico. Plex. Plex. Even though it's spelled P L A X, it's pronounced like P L E X, like Plex Pipe.
1: Well, I don't care how it's pronounced. Um, (laughs) I do not think we should get him. We have enough problem children on our team. (laughs) Enough
2: problem children. Not to mention the fact, and he gets out of jail, I think, in June, is what I've read. Mm -hmm. now we've all seen recently the whole michael vick went to jail michael vick got out of jail he's had a fantastic year in the nfl this year with the Eagles. unfortunately and definitely the exception to the rule when an athlete goes to jail and they come back they usually suck
1: yeah they usually do
2: and that's you and that's if they were any good you know and i i I find it hard to believe that plexico is going to have any kind of a any kind of – is, is going to help any kind of team or any team at all when he comes back. I don't think he's – I think he's probably pretty much going to be done. He'll get signed by one or two teams before he's done, but I don't see him doing much of anything.
1: He's going to get signed by either the Bengals or the uh, Cowboys.
2: <laughs> he's going to get signed by the Cowboys. This is what's going to happen with all the criminals. They get signed by the Cowboys, and the Cowboys hold on to him until they have to cut him because the fans are like, good Lord, what is wrong with you? Like they always have to. And then the Bengals will sign him because the Bengals are the last team that every criminal goes to before they're out of the NFL. And the Bengals are going to need him
1: because isn't Chad o- Ocho Cinco and Terrell, um, Terrell Owens. Owens, sorry Terrell Owens, trying to get out of there?
2: It's Plexico
1: because Carson Palmer's trying to get everyone's trying to get out of jail there. No
2: one wants to be there because the owner's just just a total jack. He sucks. Yeah, but not as much as Dan Snyder.
1: Yeah, but I did like the Urinal Cakes.
2: Ah. (laughs) The Urinal Cakes. The Urinal Cakes. Urinal la 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 la.
1: I don't even want to talk about Dan Snyder. But hey, you know what? I think it's about time for us to take a break, and when we get back...
2: Maybe Josh will be with us.
1: I doubt it, but when we do get back, I'm going to give a Game Ball for you.
2: I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, Game Ball, also brought by Jorge Castilla.
1: Yeah, game ball. And this break is brought to you by, um, well, Jorge Castilla. So, uh, and David
2: Lee Legal sir. and David
1: Lee Legal. We'll talk to you
2: after. On the flip side, the break.
1: You are listening, listening to, to Harry hog, hog Football. Please hang up and try again.
0: Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every Every case is different. different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional, professional, professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia,
1: Yo, yo, are you back?
2: Oh, I'm back. knew I had to pick up the slack.
1: Pick up the slack.
2: Jack, Josh. (laughs) Anyway. Unfortunately, Josh has been sending in many texts. Um, He thinks Fat Albert needs to get traded to Detroit still. And I still think that could be a possibility. Except for that I think he's going to get signed there after we cut him. Because no one's going to give us nothing for him.
1: I still think that we could get something out of the Lions for, them.
2: dude, if we could get two free passes to the c c s buffet sold
1: <laughs> anyway um sold I like the story I heard this week, and um <laughs> basically, there's these two Redskins fans that had season tickets, and take mind you, these guys are um post Redskins winning anything fans like they're in their 20s so
2: yeah like like they may have been alive when when we won super bowl 26 maybe
1: but anyway their fans they came up for some season tickets and they bought them they showed up at the stadium and realized that it was the last row in the stadium
2: the top row
1: but over the course of the season they found out that they liked their seats because there's some big fedex sign right behind it some metal sign and they found out that they could hit that thing and like start pounding on it and it would make so much noise and it would get the fans and the whole section pretty much charged up. Super pumped. So apparently the sign has gotten really beat up over the course of, I guess it was just one year, maybe two, I don't remember.
2: Beat up by them. By them. And they've got <laughs> like
1: you can see where they've been pounding on it. So they decided to send the Redskins a letter.
2: A bill. Asking no, not them. not a bill. What?
1: Not a bill. No, not a bill. They sent the Redskins. sending a bill. They're sending the Redskins a letter asking them not for free tickets or anything like that. They ask them to please do not paint over or replace the sign because it's kind of like their thing. And they want it to stay
2: there. And that would be kind of cool. And like, you know, people, all the people in their section know them and. You know, they they just have their thing going on, and everyone's cool with that. They don't have any jack fans in their section that are just like, "Can you keep it down?"
1: Yeah, and they know. Mother, they all, I
2: can't hear the game.
1: They did say in the article that they didn't have to worry with any jack fans telling them to sit down because they're in the last row, so they can stand like, up yeah, the yeah. whole game. They said. So anyway, that's kind of cool. They sent a letter to the Redskins, and apparently, it ended up on Bruce Allen's desk because he wrote them back a handwritten. Letter on Redskins (laughs) stationery. And it said something to the effect of how he appreciated their enthusiasm for the team. And then it said, I will pass your request on to the stadium. Yeah, I've I've got the
2: actual quote here, actually, from the Washington Post. It's a quote. Thank you for your passionate support of the Redskins. I loved your letter and could feel your energy and enthusiasm for the burgundy and gold. We will notify the stadium staff of your request. Bruce and they Allen. received it on a day that they were having a party at their place that night. And so when they opened it up, and one of his friends said, Dude, that's Bruce Allen. Yeah,
1: because they, they stuck said they,
2: it up on the fridge.
1: He said he couldn't read the handwriting yeah. at first. But yeah, that's, that's awesome, cool. dude. And that is why Bruce Allen is getting <laughs> my Game Ball Award this week for actually that doing something learnt. cool and Redskins yeah. like from the old school.
2: Yeah, something that actually makes the fans, you know, appreciate the fans and make the fans feel like you know the team actually cares more about them, other than the fact that they spend money.
1: What was the quote? We will notify the stadium personnel of your request. That's
2: awesome. The quote, the, yeah, yeah, we will notify the stadium staff of your request.
1: In other words, like Bruce Allen's going to go up there and be like, "Don't mess with that
2: sign." Yeah, because he knows he gets it. Unlike Dan Snyder, who apparently still just doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't get it. He's an idiot.
1: Maybe he's trying to educate him. I don't know.
2: I don't know. He Snyder just needs to stay back and, and let Alan Bruce do his thing and just yeah. get out of the way because ever since he's been there, he's only been there a year, and he's already making things a lot better.
1: Yeah, a lot better, at least as far better. as fan relations goes.
2: Yeah, but on that note, and I didn't put this on my itinerary, but uh, I did notice on YouTube, and I found this through uh, Sports Illustrated, that the Oakland Athletics – all right, the latest team, I know that's a baseball team, but they are the latest sports team in America to be busted for the big beer is just the same size as small beer fiasco that we talked about with the Seattle Seahawks a few weeks ago.
1: So, dudes. And in
2: fact, the big beer is actually slightly smaller than the small beer. So I bring this up because, God. you know, that's two stadiums so far, and we already know that the beer people at FedEx are dodgy as it is and trying to steal your money.
1: So what this means so, is we need one of you guys who goes to the first Redskins game this year, because I know it's probably not going to be us, to do uh-huh. this test. Get a large beer, get a small beer, and test to
2: see if the same beer. Right. Picked. What you need to do, get a large beer and a small beer. And you need to put this on, on film, on like on video, so you can post it on YouTube as well. Um, and I think a lot of stadiums are going to get this this fall because it's starting to uh, show as a bit of an epidemic. And we'll I put think it on our see site. it a lot with the boys of summer in baseball as well this year. Um, oh yeah. And drink your small beer all the way down to the end. Do not touch the large beer until the small beer is empty. And then, when the small beer is empty, take the large beer and pour it nice and carefully. Don't splash it and spill it. Pour it nice and carefully into the small cup. And, and see, see if, if the all entire fits. cup of large beer fits in the small cup, and that they and see if they are in fact the same size. Because that seems to be a uh, that seems to be the deal.
1: It's like an optical illusion. Like the large mm. beer is skinnier and taller, basically.
2: And you know, it's not like the only person who knew about that at those two stadiums on the West Coast was you know the beer vending company. You can't tell me that some of the higher-up people with the Seahawks and with the Oakland Athletics didn't know this.
1: Like they thought they were going to get away with it.
2: (laughs) Like eventually someone was going to figure it out, especially in this day and age with 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 Twitter and Facebook and everyone has video, you know, not just cameras, but video for their phones and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. can't get away with that mess.
1: Anyway, so Oakland Athletics, (laughs) you get a kick
2: this week too. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, yeah, so first game, one of you guys volunteered to send us the video to confirm or disconfirm
2: that the Redskins do this. Disconfirm. That's a Washington term right there.
1: Hopefully it's disconfirm.
2: Yeah. But I guess, wouldn't put know, it past it there. Oh, I wouldn't put it past him at all. No way. Yes way, dudes.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I really like that story about Bruce Allen, by the way. So we got a little bit of good. We got a little bit of hog slop to uh, go over here. Um, let me see here. Sean Rogers, a defensive lineman that visited the Redskins um, last My week, two has visited the Chiefs and he's visited the Texans and maybe another team or two. I don't know, but apparently he's leaning toward the Texans.
2: Yeah, sure. I don't know if he's leaning or if he's just shifting his weight in that direction. Yeah. Who cares. I don't. I know just if- hope we don't get him.
1: I don't know if the Redskins were seriously considering them that because everything I heard was a, it was a very preliminary discussion with him anyway. So
2: yeah, and you know no one's going to get signed anything before they figure out if the collective bargaining agreement is is going up in smoke here in early March with the uh the the pending lockout between the owners and the, the players.
1: Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Sean McVay, Redskins tight ends coach, will stay. As tight ends coach next year, which that's is good.
2: He came on for the last four games of the year last year,
1: and um, he's got a good group of tight ends. So, I mean, if he's going to be a tight ends coach somewhere, that
2: Washington would probably be a good place to do it. That's about the, the best. That's about the only thing we got going right now.
1: Uh, Josh loves Pony Boy. It must be the hair. I don't know.
2: <laughs> is it him? What do you love? His hair.
1: Josh, is it the hair?
2: Oh man. <laughs> Caressing his hair. Anyway. What about this Kirk <laughs> Olivadotti. Olivadotti guy.
1: Olivadotti? Uh, he left the Redskins this week to be the inside linebackers coach at okay. University of Georgia Bulldogs. So So there you go. And Josh's dog, at Jim Zorn, I don't have the sound effect anymore, I took it um, off, has now become
2: the quarterback coach in Kansas City. So he's gone from Washington Seattle where he started his coaching deal, all the way across 3,000 miles to Washington, up the way to Baltimore where he didn't have to move, and now he's going out to Kansas City. Next year, I guess he'll go to Denver. After that, maybe he'll, he'll hit San Francisco, and then he'll be back in Seattle, and it'll be like a full circle for the uh yeah, like Zornmeister.
1: National tour.
2: Yeah, there you go. Everyone's going to be like, man, he's weird. Apparently, Joe Flacco was really pissed that they cut him in uh in Baltimore, but, you know, it happens.
1: And, John, look at the time on the clock. It's just a little bit past the half hour, and we've pretty much wrapped up everything.
2: Nah! What else look you got? That.
1: What else you got?
2: Um well we got our shout outs to Jorge, which we already talked about. Also Riggins Revenge on the website. Cut No Hands twenty two. Yep. Somebody signed in as the Hangman saying I'm looking forward to meeting Deion Sanders on August 6th.
1: That must a be a there, dude. Is that a Cowboys fan or is that someone messing with us?
2: I think the Hangman, dude. As in Keith H- or Chris Hamburger's nickname.
1: Well then it's obviously A Redskins fan messing with us.
2: I would say. Because if it was a Cowboys fan, he would say, I, the hangman, I love Deion Sanders. I wish he was wearing silk pajamas or something like that, you know? Yeah. In his hammer pants. Anyway. Too legit to quit. Too (laughs) legit.
1: We'd like to (laughs) uh, thank our sponsor, David Lee Legal Services, and this week's very special sponsor, Jorge Castilla, for. Their generous donations to Harry Hog Football, keeping us on the internet.
2: Yep, that's right. And Jorge got a number of mentions this week as this week's sponsor by going to the donate button a little bit down the way on the left hand side of our page, our website, HarryHogFootball.com. That's H A R R Y HogFootball.com. You can also check us out on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, Harry Hog. And we have the Hog Line. You can call into a uh, answering machine type service. Seven seven four two seven seven nine four six four. That's seven seven Harry Hog. And if you call in and you say something that's funny or really stupid or both, we might just feature your call on the podcast. So if. be warned.
1: Once again, that's one seven seven Harry Hog. Or send us Hog. a good old old fashioned email at Redskins fan
2: fashion email
1: at HarryHogFootball And next yes, week, sir. maybe Josh will be back. Sure. Until then, if you see a Cowboys fan. Wait, first of all, hail to the Redskins.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: But if you see a Cowboys fan this week, Joke
2: Joke Um, ah. And Joke Jared Jones. You're so close to breaking that Super Bowl record. So close. And yet so far away.
1: Well he did have the Lombardi trophy in Dallas for a few minutes